Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at a pitch deck from LA Cannabis News. To help us do that is angel investor and attorney, Katrina Glogowski. Thanks for being back on the podcast. Thanks, Josh. All right. So LA Cannabis News is the first localized cannabis news and media company in North America. So the problem, cannabis is global with sales expected to exceed $100 billion by 2031. And the global market's building blocks are local, even hyper-local. And so local markets want and need local news. So for information, education, resources, and most importantly, advertising. So according to Borrell Associates, local advertising represents approximately $103 billion market. Well, advertising for cannabis companies is, in fact, very difficult. Uh, And if you are not a nationally supported brand, it can be very hard to get word about your product out there. So there is an unmet need. So the solution was LA Cannabis News. They're the first MVP local media launch to test their assumptions. They offer local news, education, resources, and advertising to fast-growing online audience. Uh, But the market opportunity, so they project the local news media in just LA alone to be worth a $50 million opportunity and the other 15 local markets that they've analyzed in aggregate will be totaled $250 million. So according to the new figures released by BIA Kelsey, the firm expects revenue derived from local advertising to hit $174 billion in the U.S. alone by 2021. As businesses continue their push to target local consumers, the media that delivers deep analytics to them will be preferred choice for businesses advertising and marketing dollars. Okay. Uh, I'm still waiting for their secret sauce, Josh. The solution. In late 2017, LA Cannabis News, the first local media launch to test their assumptions. They offer local news, education, resources, and advertising to fast-growing online audience and in-person. So here's the team. That's part of our seven requirements is the team and product. So they've, they've met that. Yes, uh, I always like to see the team. I like to be able to look them up and confirm that uh, they're qualified to proceed. So excellent. They get a full point on this one, Josh. Mm -hmm. As well as some business partners, they went through the Canopy Boulder, which is kind of how I ran into them. Some individuals that they've worked with. There's some big names on there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So they have an online following growing at 15% weekly. Our online following is growing 15% weekly on a hyper, hyper local market. Oh, okay. How long before they saturate the market? So their target audience, they're working men and women, both in and out of the cannabis industry with disposable income. The core of their audience is beginning to form with more than business to business as people from all over are curious about rapidly growing cannabis industry. So traffic website. Looks like that's increasing 72%. Not really sure when over when. Mm -hmm. So revenue streams. So the revenue streams are email marketing, advertising, job boards, business directory. So the combined streams will create over 100,000 a month in revenue within the first year in just Los Angeles. Additional revenue sources will be derived from affiliate marketing events, business to business, business to consumer, subscription, syndication, and expansion into multiple cannabis markets. And as additional streams are added, they are expanded into new markets and their revenue will grow well over to a million a month. I like the fact that they indicate uh, they have existing revenue. That is excellent news. Uh, They have a diverse revenue stream and they mention growth of the revenue stream in the future. So 
that's that's good. Uh, somebody put some thought into that. Good on them. Yeah, here's all the revenue projections, estimated revenue from 2021 to 2025 from advertising and e-commerce. So competitive advantage is that they're not just another cannabis media company. They cover the building blocks the industry was built on, local, hyper-local. So they cover news, events, jobs, resources, and more with the creative direction experience. They will cover all markets, the cannabis around the world. All markets around the world. All right. That's aspirational. So they're estimated to break even in January 2021, possibly sooner. In order to span into new cities, more money will need to be raised to continue to scale and grow globally. The investment opportunities at LA Cannabis News is now raising 500000 in growth capital to expand their reach into the next five markets. The funds will give them 18 months of runway and will be invested in Canon Nation, which is content, technology, marketing, and sales, the cornerstone of every great media company. So Canon Nation includes Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, and Boston. Those are the next uh, places to expand to. So I've got a timeline here, a little milestone. I, I like this. I, I like to see uh, cannabis businesses uh, include this type of chart. Uh, where they started, how they got there, uh, the milestones, and more importantly for an investor, the time it took for them to reach the milestones. So I really do think that uh, this is a, a nice graph for uh, a pitch deck. And the end. Let me uh, give some general criticism here. Uh, the first is the business concept hyper-local news and no one else is doing hyper-local news. Well, that, that's just not true. Uh, and so what we have here, oh, look at there, our, their, their competition deck. Very, very good. I was going to definitely uh, put this out here. Uh, now, the, the problem with this is they didn't actually identify their competitors. And you could say, High Times Magazine and Dope Magazine uh, are certainly uh, media competitors, but neither High Times nor Dope Magazine really focus on the hyper-local. They're much more of a lifestyle, cultural uh, publication. What they haven't pointed out is uh, Leaf Nation. For example, they have Alaska Leaf, they have Northwest Leaf, they have California Leaf, they have Maryland Leaf. which are in fact hyper-local. They also have not really addressed um, uh, the the local papers in in these uh, markets already. For example, The Stranger in Seattle uh, has an entire cannabis section where they talk about cannabis events and cannabis news and cannabis businesses and the advertising dollars that come in from cannabis businesses to the stranger uh, probably are the thing that are holding that uh, holding that publication together right now in, in the current climate. And then if you're going to say, hey, we have an online presence, uh, there's already groups, uh, I'm, I'm a member of several of them, that are in fact hyper-local, uh, again, focusing in, in, in Washington, we have the I-502 uh, business Facebook group, which talks about events, talks about regulations, talks about companies. 
which is again hyperlocal and very focused. Uh, and so for them to say we are the only one is just simply not true. They uh, might be the only mass media outlet, but I don't even think that's true. <laughs> so uh, they really need to think about some of those claims for a, a potential investor. Uh, I myself, uh, as you guys know, uh, have invested in several uh, cannabis companies. Uh, and I can think of two investments that I myself made. Uh, first was uh, Kush Tourism, uh, now known as Kush.com, which talked, they, they published maps of uh, local, you know, downtown Seattle. Kush Tourism publishes maps of local areas, which allows for advertising. Uh, Kush has local events um, and they have branched out from Washington to Oregon. Uh, and we also have The Fresh Toast, which is a media website which uh, has cannabis advertising and has general medical cannabis advice. And none of those competitors are listed on their competitive landscape chart. Uh, so again, I would question, uh, very lengthily <laughs> question, uh, who their competitors really are. And I think that this is misleading, Josh. If you're going to say that we are hyper-local and uh, we're going to go into all these local, local, local markets, um, you don't have the right competitors listed. And if you don't know about Leaf Nation, if you don't know about Kush.com, if you don't know about the Fresh Toast, uh, which is in fact local competition, uh, uh, I think you missed the boat. Yeah, Civilizes, I think, gone out of business since. They burned through $7 million, I think, uh, last year on marketing. So Maybe these were competitors in LA. Uh, I don't know. So looking at some valuations, uh, some comps and exit information, um, giving himself a pretty decent uh, comparative market analysis, if you can use that term. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think the Huffington Post is one of their exit. I don't think that's a good comparison. If you ask any media company right now, print media is basically dead. Online media is basically pay-per-click uh, unless you're going to be selling your banner ads, which they did mention. Uh, and, and so they're not really addressing the elephant in the room, which is every other media company is struggling. I mean, even the New York Times cannot get advertisers. Vogue magazine cannot get advertisers. So this advertising model is just it's it's not the most successful to launch at this time when every other media company is struggling, Josh. All right, looking at the seven tips to a successful investment deck, number one, did they identify the business plan goal? Actually, I think they did. They get a point there. Right. And do they know the audience? Do they know the investor audience? I think that they ticked, they checked off all the typical boxes that an investor likes to see. Uh, I do question whether they knew 
the cannabis media audience uh, and who is going to consume their media. Um, I, I, I'll give them a half point there, Josh. All right. Number three is do they understand the market? I again struggle to see that they understand the media market. Uh, they might in fact understand the cannabis market in Los Angeles. Uh, they definitely understand that they need a wide variety of revenue streams to make any media company work right now. Uh, and I think that's good. Uh, but I don't think that these folks um, have given consideration to, to uh, some of the difficulties they're going to face. Half point. All right. Number four, did they identify needs and roadblocks? No. They didn't, uh, they didn't have a need in here. They needed more money. So they didn't really explain how they were going to expand what they needed and what uh, some of the roadblocks were in the industry. Like you were mentioning some of the issues with uh, decreased uh, revenue stream. Um, if that is a thing, uh, I think some people are cutting back on, on revenue and businesses are shutting down. So that would definitely be a roadblock with the uh, current environment. But number five, did they know what set the business apart? I would like to know how they are going to succeed when high times camp. And what is there? Oh, we're hyper local. We're only going to be okay. Well, I'm an investor and you want my money. How big can the LA market be? Oh, well, after we saturate LA, we're going to move down to uh, San Francisco or, or Portland or Albuquerque. And that's their growth. I, 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 I just don't see it, Josh. I, I really don't see it. You're going to need uh, pretty heavy staffing to be able to cover each, each large metropolitan area uh, with any amount of success. I, I just don't see it, Josh. So no, I don't think they meet five. All right. They did introduce the team and products. Yes, they did. Full point. <laughs> and they created a summary, um, a, a significant amount of uh, appendix in the back. So that was good. Yeah. I like, I like their ask. I like their description of use of funds. I think that their valuation compared to their ask is, is pretty good. Uh, very, very, uh, uh, very well done pitch deck. Uh, but I, I just think that the failure to identify their actual competitors and failure to identify the problems in, in media as a whole uh, really uh, warrant them going back and revising this deck, Josh. Four out of seven, that's more than half. It's almost two-thirds. It's not a bad score. Honestly, it's not a bad score. I like the pitch deck itself. It was understandable. They did a great job on the pitch deck. Uh, I would just like to see more knowledge of the market that they're trying to get in. Comparing a startup to High Times Magazine uh, which has been in business basically since I was born. 
uh, really, uh, you got to ask yourself if they really do understand the market and if they understand the roadblocks that a media company is facing, Josh. So essentially, if they had hit needs and roadblocks and knowing what sets the business apart, they would probably also cover understanding the market and therefore giving you probably a full 100%, seven out of seven. They would have scored much higher if they would have um, hit the nail on the head with who their competitors are and if they would have hit the nail on the head relating to the struggles that any media company faces. Uh, and um, I mean, look at high times. And you and I were talking about high times uh, two, three weeks ago that high times is struggling. Um, a dope magazine uh, with their dope cup did great, but their magazine itself uh, uh, wasn't always doing well. Uh, and then ultimately, uh, huge publications, huge, reputable, nationwide, venerable publications uh, can't keep up with subscription type things in order to keep their businesses afloat. So what is a hyper-local cannabis publication going to do to compete with that. Uh, I, re I recommend that they just tweak that a bit. Um, I'll be more than happy to review it a second time uh, if they want to make some of those changes. And I think that they would get a much higher score. Um, and I would also caution investors, uh, if, if you're going to invest in a company like this with a nice pitch deck, it sounds nice. Um, but uh, they didn't really indicate their understanding uh, of what's going on in the, in the world, primarily by not identifying who their competition would be. So uh, I caution investors, as I always do, if you don't know what you're writing a check for, don't write a check. Yeah, a lot of the uh, news articles we got for that high times um, came from LA Cannabis News. Brian has been on them because that was a competitor of his. And so he's been definitely keeping track of the downfall of high times. Um, and he should know that if that, I have no reason to doubt that your statement is true, Josh, but if that's true, then he should know he shouldn't be comparing his little startup to high times. All right. Well, four out of seven leaves for LA Cannabis News, a cannabis media company. With that, I think we're going to roll this one up. I want to thank my guest, Katrina Gugowski, angel investor and attorney in Seattle. Thanks for being back on the podcast. Thanks, Josh. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% .9 of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like, their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.